Episodes number 48 through 56 are encore presentations of some of the earlier shows. Here's why. Those early shows were full of foundational information, and I want to make sure you get a chance to hear them again. We're building a new life here, and the new foundation matters. If your reaction is to skip these encores, listen to this first. When you learn something new, 50% of it is gone from your awareness within an hour. That jumps to a loss of 70% within 24 hours and 90% is lost within the week. Add to that that during the course of listening to something, your mind wanders a bunch of times. You hear something and your mind takes you on a little rabbit trail until you find yourself coming back to the show. All good. We all do it. Based on that, I'm willing to bet the next few episodes, though repeats, are going to feel brand spanking new to you. And isn't that awesome? Number 57 will be back to original content. So enjoy the shows. Okay. So, Hello once again, all you beautiful beings, and welcome to the show. I'm Lane Smith-Brown, and this is episode number six of the Unleash Your Life podcast. And today we're going to have a bit of a talk around how we create our life instead of drifting through our life. As I was thinking about this show and, I wanted, uh, and what I wanted to cover, I realized that if this is the only show you listen to and you are able to comprehend the fullness of what I'm about to share with you, it has the potential to completely alter how you walk in the world, what your expectations are, how you see yourself, how you live, love, work, and play. On top of that, it's going to affect how you think and how you create. Now, that's some pretty heavy proclamations here, but as I'm thinking through how I want to begin this discussion, I'm aware of the fact that if I had understood this at an earlier age in the plain language I want to share with you today, I can't imagine where I would be right now, and the same will be true for you. Now, no regrets. My life is amazing, but who doesn't want to turn up the volume of our amazingness on an area or two of our life. So the thought of all of us understanding this and moving forward has me lit up in a way that I can hardly wait to hit the publish button on this podcast. I hope I haven't oversold it, but clearly this has got me excited. This is the Unleash Your Life podcast, where you're going to learn to rewild yourself. I'm your host, Lane Smith-Brown, and I'm a best-selling author and rewilding guide. And over the last 20 years, I've been guiding women back to their truest selves. You see, you were born wild with all the wisdom you will ever need to navigate your life in a beautiful and powerful way. Then, just like everyone else on the planet, you got tamed as you fell under the power and influence of others who were also tamed. All that taming you got as a kid has you convinced you are less powerful than you really are. I call all of that unconscious programming power leaks. And on this show, you're going to discover yours and then you're going to choose to plug them so you can get back to the wild, wise and powerful being that you are. 
So grab a coffee, glass of wine, or a favorite friend, or all three, and let's talk about what living your wild self can mean for you. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. So we're going to spend some time today talking about this concept I call drifting. So let's just dig in here, okay? If you've grown up like me in a culture or religion steeped in a lot of tradition and a lot of story around rules and regulations that had to be followed in order to be valued, you've come, become kind of accustomed to thinking of yourself as a fairly small and insignificant thing in the scheme of things. When I was young and I heard someone refer to God, it created an image in my mind of a very large man in a big white beard with long flowy hair who was super rich and drove a Lincoln Continental. He was definitely male, unapproachable, not kind, and he had the ability to thwart any of my efforts to have what I wanted to have by wielding a heavy stick that he would use to correct me. You know, keep me on the right path. It's a fairly violent and manipulative being I created in my mind, but probably not so far off other people's interpretations. I suspect there's a lot of you walking around the world right now with a variation of this image in their mind when they think about God. Now, I'm not going to go into the origins of how religions were formed over time. That, that's for a different podcast and likely a different podcast host. All I'm here doing today is setting the stage that we as humans have been conditioned to believe that we are less than whatever created us. If you didn't get that memo, thank your lucky stars because you have way less to unravel than the rest of us. And that's awesome. When I made the journey out of organized religion, I really um, knew, sorry, I really liked the new descriptors like source energy or the universe or collective consciousness or the all there is, all terms I've used in my writing. There was something open about all of that that felt a little bit more inclusive in some ways, but still smacked of a little bit of separation of some kind, like it was something we needed to connect to by some choice or realization. So an improvement on capital G God, but not quite it yet. When I heard it described this way, the way I'm going to share with you now, it resonated in such a deep way that for me, this is my truth for now. Okay, I've said it before and I will say it again that I don't need you to believe what I believe. And you don't have to have the same perspective as me to actually have success plugging your power leaks and changing your experience in the world. All the work we're doing here can still have fantastic results in your life. What I'm going to share with you today is not theory. This is scientifically backed evidence. And uh, if for some, for some of you, it may blow your mind just a little bit. And there's no downside to that. 
doesn't hurt us to get shaken a little bit every once in a while. Before I go there, though, let me just state some fun facts about what it actually took for you, you specifically, to be walking on this planet right now listening to this podcast. This in and of itself is pretty freaking amazing. And if you have even a modicum of self-doubt, unworthiness or insecurity about the value you bring to the world, I hope that this starts to put a big freaking crack in the veneer of that belief. All right. Let's look at what it took to create the being that is you. Here's a simple lesson in biology. In any given month, your mother was only able to conceive for about six days. So the window of possibility was open about 20% of the time. Your father released 300 million sperm in one shot. 300 million every time they did their version of Netflix and chill. Now, a mere five out of 300 million sperm actually get close enough to the egg to try to break the membrane. All five can easily be denied. If one sperm actually breaks the membrane and enters the egg, the chances of it fertilizing the egg are not guaranteed. So on the off chance that that egg got fertilized, there is still only a small number that will go to term and result in a live birth. And yet here you stand. So what are the odds of you being here? And what are the odds of you being here being a mistake? I'm no math expert here. But I'm going to say the chances of you being a mistake are a big fat zero. And if all that you get out of this show is that you matter, my work is done. But I've got more to share. Now, if it's true for you, it's true for everyone else. So that might be a little bit of a mind bender as you encounter people in the world who don't care, who you don't care for very much. That you don't see much value in or believe that their absence would actually make the world a better place. But the odds of them being here are as spectacular as the odds of you being here. You matter and so do they. Now let's put that idea away for a little bit and I'm going to make my second point. You have likely come to the conclusion based on everything you've heard about yourself over the course of your lifetime that you are a human being. But that actually isn't true. You are an electromagnetic field of energy. You are made of the same stuff as the stars, the sky, the sun, and the moon. And you're also made of the same stuff as a tabletop, a hammer, a tree, your lawn, the deck, your kitchen island, the neighbor's cat, and the plate you used for breakfast. We're all made of the same stuff. We are electromagnetic energy. Atoms, protons, neutrons, electrons, more space and energy than matter. You're just moving really slowly so that people can see you. Now, all of the energy that makes up you 
also makes up the universe. This is often referred to as the grand unified field, and its chief characteristic is that it is nothing but possibility, and you are interacting with it at all times with your subconscious mind, whether you choose to recognize it and accept it or not. You are connected to it because you are made of it. So at some point in time, we began creating a concept of God that could explain away the things we were afraid of, like thunder, lightning, and people who wore socks with their sandals. God became a catch-all term for things we didn't understand and things that are happening to us that didn't feel good. So we'd say, God is disappointed or God is pleased, depending on what side of the argument we were on. There is apparently a long list of what God likes and what God doesn't like, you know, and it's still used to control others willing uh, to be controlled. Now, I'm not speaking of you specifically if this actually isn't your belief system. I'm just talking about people in general from the beginning of religion. So back to us being electromagnetic fields. This is science, people, so stick with me. We know from the sperm and egg account that the odds of you and me being here defy reason. Now, add to that that we are made of whatever the universe is made of, then add another bit of evidence called the double split test that proves we as humans have the ability to change reality just by observing or participating in it, that's a combination just waiting to create whatever we damn well want to create. That's exciting, no? Now, here's why most people aren't doing that. Most of us were not raised with that awareness. At some point in time, humans started bending towards this idea that life is just random. Life is hard. You get what you get. Life is something that you need to get through. Grab your pleasure where you could find it, but that's random and you can't count on it. Get to the end with as little pain as possible. Your reward might be in the afterlife, in heaven. True story. My mom left this world heading to her mansion on a street made of gold with the cattle on a thousand hills somewhere close by. <laughs> yep, that's right. She believed what she was told and she wasn't alone. My mom went to be a farmer in a fancy house with gaudy streets. I think she went back to the energy field and she's dancing with the stars, feeling surrounded by love. <laughs> but that's just me. The most encouraging thing for me is that there are people awakening to the truth of this. Small numbers of individuals have been pressing these ideas on us for centuries, but now with such an ease at communicating so quickly, these ideas are gaining momentum. But you're still a rare breed, so acknowledge that, will you? Most people are just keeping their eyes closed and their fingers crossed, hoping for the best. But all of us in this conversation 
have an opportunity to wake up from the lie that our choices are limited and embrace the fact that the choices available are beyond our imagination. This may indeed be a new conversation for you, new information for you to be grappling with, but you can't actually argue with the facts, can you? Let me go a little deeper. Science proves that you are a statistical anomaly. You defy probability, yet here you are. You exist. Science also proves that we are made of the same stuff as the universe, and that stuff is nothing but possibilities and can become anything. And then science proves that we, as observers and participants, have a say in what gets created, which extends to us being able to influence our own life experience. Are you on this page with me? Or is this new? We are here to create. We are here to tap into the infinite wisdom of the subconscious mind, the collective subconscious mind. We are here to use our intuition for direction and our will for creating the life we want. Now, here's where some of the confusion lies in the whole you create your own reality scenario is concerned. This baffled me for years, so I would be thrilled if it opened a door of understanding for you. In episode number five, we talked about how our ego works, how it stores information, and how it does its level best to keep us safe. Remember, the math it's working from is familiar equals safe. So it loves it when everything in your life is the same as it's always been. Every time you try something new, it will try to dissuade you. Now, as you look at the key areas in your life, you know, the big topics like love, career, money, health, and happiness, the places where you're not happy with the results, those are the places where you have your power leaks. Power leaks are simply subconscious beliefs and behaviors working in opposition to what you want. This is what many teachers call your vibration. In essence, you're drifting through these parts of your life. You've literally fallen asleep and allowed your subconscious to keep steering you towards that familiar feeling. Drifting. Just going where your vibe takes you. If you want those areas of your life to reflect what you truly want then you need to learn how to expect something different. Be something different. So your subconscious will get the message that you want the proof of something new, something better. You see, it's been showing you the proof of what you expect all along. Your expectations and feelings create your life. Your words and wishes have nothing to do with it. Are you with me? You expect work to be hard or unfulfilling. Your subconscious will keep steering you towards experiences that will affirm your expectations. It will show you proof that you are right. You expect a partner to be hard to find or hard to live with. 
your subconscious will show you the proof that you are right. You expect to get every virus going around the office? Your subconscious will show you the proof of what you expect, and it will be your experience. This is why affirmations and positive thinking don't work for so many people, because the individuals often want things to be different, but their expectations on a subconscious level never change. So when I talk about learning to plug your power leaks, those power leaks are anything and everything that stands in the way of you recognizing who you and who you are and what you are capable of creating. When you and your subconscious start working together, that's when shit gets done. You want the proof that love is everywhere, that a career could light you up on every level, that there are endless opportunities for health and financial well-being, then you've got to pay attention to your true expectations. You have to become, in your mind, the person who has those things. If you've never experienced collaborating with your subconscious, then I can't begin to explain. You just have to have the experience for yourself but I suspect you are right on the edge. And I, I hope you're interested in pitching yourself, uh, pitching yourself forward here. You came with an intention. You chose your point of entry. You knew you would eventually remember that you are connected to something greater and you are now remembering. You are now able to create what you want to create. And it begins by getting rid of all the lies and distractions that keep you tied to your human form instead of embracing your connection to the field of possibilities. That was a whole bunch of information in a really short period of time, but can you see the order of it? I'm not pulling any of this out of thin air. I'm just applying it to you specifically. See, me and my happy place is you embracing your amazingness and understanding that when you connect to that energy field and let go of the stuff that is holding you back, you stand in your authentic power. That's the stuff that will create a new way of moving our world going forward. One individual at a time. We get to create from a place of connection, collaboration, respect, and reverence for everyone in the room. We can stop acting from lack, which has us fighting for crumbs, and instead feasting at a table where no one goes hungry. This is big shit. And I hope I've either blown your mind or affirmed what you already know to be true. We've got work to do, sisters. Let's get on with it. If you haven't downloaded your free Juicy Cues Foundation Edition recording, the link is in the show notes. If you haven't heard this before, these Juicy Cues will help you understand what I've shared with you today in really practical terms. These questions for your subconscious to answer um, are, are something that can just happen in the background. You, all you have to do is listen. 
they have the potential to program your mind with new expectations. They work for me. They can work for you. So do you know where your power leaks are? Can you see the snag you're caught on? Meet me on the next episode. Let's keep these conversations going. That's it for now. Thanks for showing up. Well, I hope this show rocked your world a little bit. If you want additional resources, check out the links in the show notes or at lanesmithbrown.com. Before you go, please subscribe to this podcast. It's how we get these tools into the world. And this world needs more wild women standing in their authentic power. Do that for me, will ya? Thank you.